0: I hope that everybody's doing well and having an enjoyable summer. Uh, before I begin with some debate on Parshish Ekev, I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, I hope to be going into the States um, at the end of next week on the 25th of August. Um, I hope to arrive at Thursday morning in America in the early morning. And uh, I should be in the Tri-State area until Tuesday afternoon. Then making my way to Baltimore until Thursday morning, where I'll be returning back to Hashem Tzairit Uh I don't have a telephone number yet that I can be reached at. Uh, I hope to have it before I uh, send out the podcast for next week. If not, then uh, if anybody wants, they can try to be in touch with me by email at mmygoldman at gmail dot com and uh, I'll get back to the person uh, who contacts me uh, through email. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in Hashem and, uh, you know, looking forward to being in touch. Okay. Parshish Ekev. Parshish Ekev is where Maishu Rabbeinu continues to say for preparing Klai Yisrael before Maishu Rabbeinu's Patira He's going to give over the reins to Yeshua and Klai Yisrael is going to go and take Yisrael. So there's all different types of things that Maishu Rabbeinu tells Klai Yisrael. One of the things that the, that the Pasha tells us in the beginning of Pasha's Ekev, that Meshavain first of all tells them at the beginning of Pasha's all the listens that you're getting today, Tishman and so you should make sure to keep them, and that they should live and, and multiply and be happy in the land and inherit the land that was promised to our forefathers, Eretz and But then Meshavain says, Zacharta Aderach. You should make sure to remember the entire path. The whole path and the whole journey that HaKadosh took you through in the Midbar over the last 40 years. And remember every stage of the of the journey. There are things that HaKadosh did in order, in order to afflict you, and to test you, to know what's going on inside your heart. If you're ready to keep... His Torah is His Mitzvah for Is it just based on convenience and comfort that that's where you're ready to serve Hashem? Or are you ready to be here 100% regardless of what the situation is going to be? <speaking in Hebrew> Hashem gave you different affliction and you were hungry, you didn't have food. <speaking in Hebrew> and Hashem took care of that and gave you the man for 40 years. This man, <speaking in Hebrew> which you lay know nothing about, which you knew nothing about, and your forefathers knew nothing about this new, uh, this new thing called man that came down from Shemaim. The manna, the achah, the whole purpose of this man being given to you for these 40 years and not to have regular food was to let you know. It's not based on just a person's established um, and his efforts that he puts into his parnassah that a person lives. That's just for the bread that a person lives whether a person is going to be able to live and to be able to be sustained, it's all dependent on what the Christoph will decide. It's not based on our input whatsoever. Now, we know that the der Ha'ilam is that a person has to make a Shabbos, person makes a Shabbos, person goes to work, and he makes a Panasah, that's the Deir Ha'ilam. That's the Zeirah that was given to Adonai when he went to the eighth and the 8th and 8th of of the that a person is going to have to toil for his panasa. But the actual panas itself, or the person gets it, is not dependent on the toiling. The, the panas the person gets is what I call decides. A Hashem adam. The that the world has to do that is through this toiling. When Hashem decides that in any point the person can get it without the toiling, the person can get it because everything is decided. That's why Hashem gave uh, these forty years for us to understand. You're being basically taken away from all physical. Existence. You're in a midbar. You're in a desert, without any 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 type of uh, things to keep you comfortable. And you'll, you you could see that for those 40 years, everything will be taken care of for you. The food you'll have, uh, the process continues. Your clothing didn't get worn out, and your feet didn't get hurt from the walking in the midbar. Walking through the midbar, everything you were taken care of. That they had the and the clouds that those of the of the divine clouds of the cloud Israel which protects them from the heat and the Modesh would Eish which shows them the way to go lit up for them how to go they were taken care of a hundred percent without any physical um, uh, setup they were be taken care of, uh, of with the with the physical needs a hundred percent why Adam it's based on Hashem's decision whether a person has this panacha there's a story. That they bring down from, from Dave Schwartz. There was once a young man in Lake in uh, in America. Not after I don't think it was in Lake but in America. And this person didn't uh, you know wasn't making ends meet. He was learning a for quite a few years, and he decided, that in order to be able to support his family, that he's going to do a little bit of real estate on the side. He so went he learned about real estate, and he was trying to get an opportunity. And he met up with this very, very wealthy kid that that's tremendously, uh, uh, you know, very, very wealthy. And he tells him, listen, I'm looking, you know, I heard you, you know, I know that you're in real estate and talking about things. If you can find me a building that has 150 apartments inside, area, for some reason I need a building with 150 apartments, then I'll take care of you, you know, very, very well. You know, you'll get a you'll get a cut of $150,000. Wow, $150,000 is a cut. For so doing that... So you know this is a very opportunity, and it's Alex we to use it. So I have to do all different types of things to try to be able to do it. And after a month's work, finally he came up with something, and he, and he got it. He calls this guy up and tells him on the phone, and he meets up with him and he tells him, this, you know, have a deal, and then the money through the go through the deal. And this guy, the the wealthy person, is not is not coming through at all with anything as far as you know, uh, you know, talking about the money that he's promising him. He goes to the you know, at one point, he just confronts him directly and he says, You know, didn't we have a deal? And the guy denies the whole thing. He told him, I never was that such a thing. I know where you're getting this from, you're imagining, you know, so on and so forth. The person's like, You know, really upset, really, really disappointed. Because, you know, and just like, Okay, so we're not going to go through the deal, but you promised me this amount of money. No, I never said such a thing. And he was so upset about it that he started to confide in one of his friends. His friend, hearing the whole story, said to him, listen, I, you know, "I don't know. It sounds like a pretty good case you have over here. Why don't you go to Dentera? Go to a bezin, go to Din argue i get out with him. Maybe you can get him to have to give you the money." So he says, "Yeah, but I don't have anything written down. There's nothing documented over here. It was, it was just a, you know, gentlemen's agreement between each other. We made it up." He says, uh, "You know, yeah, I think you still to go to a I think you still to go to Din Says, "Says, you know, maybe you will also speak it over with the very with the he goes to speak it over with his Mashiach. Yeah. and he tells him, about "By right, you really have every source in the world to go to the He made up something with you. He told you that, and, you, and he wasn't willing to come through with that. You have every right in the world to go to the and argue that out with him. But if you ask me, I I, I might have another right to see you. But you have to be holding on a Madrega to be able to do this. If you come to a clarity and you're able to realize that every single bit of your panasa only comes from a Kodesh Boker, the says over here. Yeah, I'll call then I would just sit back and just say, Okay, listen, you know, this wasn't the address so it was supposed to come from. I did my Ishtabbus this wasn't the address. The first boss will bring it from someplace else if it's supposed to come. But to get into Hamachoikas and to make the whole messy thing over here, that's, you don't have to do that. But you could because he really promised it to you. So there's a badness for reason to argue out the points. But if you if you're ready to do it, to sit back and to be able to just let go. She said, really? just let them all go? That was the ma- what would the man to do? What would you do? She said, well, yeah. I would just... That's what I would do, but I'm not telling you to do that. She asked what I would do. That's what I would do. But each person on his mandrake would he what he feels ready to do. So he decides to listen to his rabbi. He decides to let it go. He sits back and just lets it go. And, uh, you know, he's he's content with it this. You know, that's what it came about. I think maybe less than twenty four hours later, he gets a phone call from from his friend, his friend, a different friend that that's uh, also values real estate, and he met up with uh, this person, another person that desperately needs a building with one hundred fifty apartments. And I know that you're working in real estate right now. I decided to connect him with you. Give him a call. This guy before he goes to call this this gentleman before he goes to call the the, the, you know, the person. He downstairs both and says, Listen, I went through so much bushes, so much difficulty there. Please don't let this be an embarrassment for me and and, and difficult for me to get into my over here. If it's in let it go through. So he goes ahead and pulls the person and they meet up together and twenty four hours later the deal was done. Now the, this person was so touched by the fact that everything was so efficient that this young real estate and did something did everything so efficiently and so quickly, he says, You know what? I want to give, show you my accursive time for the treatments you gave me over here. I want to give you a cut of four hundred fifty thousand dollars. He, he could have fought in bed maybe he would have gotten one hundred and fifty, but he in this case over here where he saw that the my wasn't going to get him anywhere, and if anything, it was just going to make things possibly worse. I got spoke in charge of, course, of the pen anyway. hold back and leave it up the first al I p s Shem. But it's not only really like that, it's not only really like it was I'll tell you a story. Uh, you know, one of my sons, he's a orthodontist, uh, you, know, you know, we had him put on braces, and uh, once a month you have to go to get the braces adjusted. So, uh, you, know, he was, he was, uh, you know, he was younger then. I used to accompany him to go to Shalayim to go to the, you know, for that appointment. So, usually the appointment was made at about, uh, you know, 2, 2.15 in the afternoon. And uh, after I finished giving sherry then I would go down the hill to, near my house, we would have a and then we'd make the bus, just in time for the bus to make it for the appointment. One of the times, Mincha we was 12.40, we were supposed to make it for 12.55 to make the bus outside. Usually we'd finish Mincha for like a minute, or so we'd make it just in time to make the bus. And that day, we do the slow chazit. And we were standing back in the race manager, It was a Volkhausen. And I came a late note, and my son looked at me like, Should we go? I said, Listen, I don't think that this is the right idea to be running out. Everything's in our service, Volkhausen's in our And it's meant to make us sort of think, I don't believe we'll lose out if we decide to stay to finish diving until the end. So <clears throat> we walked outside. And uh, sure enough, as we walked outside, we see the bus pulling out of the stop, leaving the usual line. I looked at my son, and I said, you know what? I don't think we're going to lose out. okay. I, said, okay. I said, listen, it works. I would like take a taxi or something else. I'm going to lose out. Let's go. We went, to, we went to the entrance and waited for the bus, for the next bus. And just a few minutes later, a car showed up at the entrance and said, are going to Shalayan? I figured, listen, we're not going to, not going to lose out. This Even if we get someone to and I'll get a bus from there. I'll get a taxi from there. At least he isn't just taking everything from where we are. They come again to the car. And the person says to us, like, Where are you where are you going? I said, well, I'm going near near said, Oh, I'm not going too far from there. I'll come kind of take you along the way. He wound up leaving us off at the exact stop that the bus would have left us off at, but we got there like ten ten minutes, twelve so minutes earlier than the bus would have even gotten there. <coughs> it's all a p. The person just has to remember that the, the midst myth of those both there's a terror that was given and there's a of how first both wants to be able to live our life as a terror. And of course, there's a that has to be made with different things, but we have to not forget that it's still, anything still revolves around the mitzvah, the Torah, Torah, If a person realizes that, then he doesn't let himself kind you know, uh, fluster and get confused when all of a sudden certain challenges come his way. And with Hashem, we should all be the ourselves and realizing and in, 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 in our and the Torah and its mitzvahs. And let that be the thing that directs us to making our decisions and without being able to grow and bring us to bigger and better places. Everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos and Co.